Hi, my name is Rick Napier. I'm the team leader for Winning Team Biz, a team I started to help people succeed in the Amway business using the eight steps for success system. I just restarted the Amway business around May 9th, 2020, because it is now common for people to shop online. 20 years ago, the majority of people did not want to purchase products and services online. I currently own a consulting firm which offers sales systems and business development support to attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. The reason why I created Winning Team Biz is because I wanted to help everyday people succeed in the Amway business. And to succeed in the Amway business, you definitely need a system. Even though I did have some success in the Amway business 20 years ago, I wish I would have known 20 years ago what I know today about entrepreneurship and communicating with people. Winning Team Biz is for men and women with or without business experience. Winning Team Biz uses the eight steps for success system, which are number one, prospect three people every day. Number two, get three retail customers per month. Number three, add three new business partners per month. Number four, buy from your own business. Number five, listen to podcast episodes. Number six, read one book per month. Number seven, promote your upline leaders. And number eight, grow your entrepreneurship knowledge. If you want to become a Winning Team Biz member, or if you have questions, I can be reached at 916-538-5600. This podcast episode discusses the difference between amateur shopping for discounts and professional shopping for profits, owner equity, tax reductions, and residual income. So most people know about shopping for discounts. So when you go to your favorite brick and mortar store, you kind of know what you want to pay for a certain item. So if that item appears to be two to three dollars less than what you expected, you consider that a good deal because everybody wants to save money. Uh, most people work nine to five jobs. And so when they get their paychecks, they have to be very cautious not to overspend or pay too much for a certain item or they won't have enough money to until next payday. You know, after they've, uh, you know, accounted for the things they need to pay and they put some money aside for savings. So people are very uh, price conscious, obviously, if they have to make their monies last as long as possible. So people are looking for the greatest deal. Now, on the other side of the fence, there's the business owner side. And these are the people who are waiting for nine to fivers to shop. So the business owner mindset, I'm talking about your retail stores and even some of, some of your online portals, their mindset is I want the masses to go out and shop so that when they're ready to you know, open their wallets and their purses and slide their credit cards, they'll shop with us. See, and that's, and that's the big difference between the mindset. The, uh, the employee mindset is I just got paid. I worked very hard for this money. So let me save, you know, every penny I can so I can go back to work and, and make more money. The business owner mindset is I want to create 
a platform or a marketplace or an electronic or digital you know web page or uh, digital presence for shoppers so that when they when they get paid I want them to shop with me now here's the big difference for the employee for the employee they're concerned with saving money for the business owner they're concerned with making money and you know I learned this long time ago uh, there's a book by Robert Kiyosaki and by now I would say pretty much everyone has heard of Robert Kiyosaki because uh, he came out like in the mid 90s and I heard about him exactly when he came out and he had a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad and in that book he talked about the four quadrants of how people think and he started with the nine to five person then he started then next after the nine to five person was the uh, the person who was uh, self-employed and uh, they didn't uh, you know they, they work for themselves they didn't have any ability to leverage their their time and money and uh, leveraging time and money means that you put in you know twenty dollars or let's say you put in two hundred dollars and at the back end you're making eight hundred dollars um, because you have a service where you're charging enough so that you can have a profit and that was quadrant two quadrant three was the big business owner uh, and this big business owner had employees uh, maybe it was like a, a dental practice with uh, with 20 employees and that dentist you know owner he or she could provide dental services uh, to people who wanted dental treatment and at the end of the day the dentist had to work 68 60 to 80 hours sometimes a week and have maybe uh, 200 hours in employee time put in uh, you know for that week and at the end of the month the dentist paid his or her expenses and uh, you know and what was left over was the dentist profit and that dentist profit could be five six ten thousand dollars per month and then the final quadrant was the investor quadrant and the investor quadrant as it applies to uh, Amway and network marketing and just and having like a digital presence is when you can leverage your time and money in a big way so you could take let's say $200 which is kind of like what it costs to start the Amway business and if you have a system to uh, have a lot of people shopping at your site you can translate or convert that $200 into a thousand dollars and the beauty of leveraging it means that it may have taken you at first you know 50 hours per month to make a thousand dollars per month but over time that same 50 hours per month is now generating ten thousand dollars per month in, in in revenue and profit so that fourth quadrant of, of rich dad uh, poor dad book that those four quadrants he was talking about stuck with me and that's what every like online portal you know there's there's several of them out there I won't mention them by name but there are several portals out there that are mastering the art of leverage which means they have you know tens of thousands of people shopping from these sites and the the allure to shop at these sites is that the shopper is going to save you know three dollars five dollars twenty bucks you know uh, based on buying the item re at a retail store like a like a mall so the online uh, uh, company is going to be able to offer that product and provide value to offer that product 
in exchange, the the employee or the shopper is going to see the perception of saving three dollars, five dollars, twenty dollars as a great deal. Now, it's a great deal if you never have uh, you know any interest in, in in owning a business. But now, in 2020, as we see, COVID-19 has really uh, caused a lot of pain, panic, and fear in the in the economic. Uh, landscape in America and now we have these riots where people are starting to be concerned about how they can pay their bills and then you have you know other you know financial considerations that people are concerned about about how to pay rent how to pay mortgages how to retire now it seems that people are, are starting to say well how can I benefit or how can I get a piece of the action with the online shopping industry, which again is probably over a trillion dollars by now. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast episode to really highlight that Americans can, you know, either continue to get $3, $5, $10 discounts, or they can, you know, cross, <laughs> I, I say jump the fence and become a professional uh, shopper. So I would say an amateur shopper, and this is not a, a, a put down for people who shop for discounts because, hey, that's just the name of the game for a lot of people until they know the difference. So an amateur shopper would be someone that says, OK, I'm just going to shop. You know, I got X amount of dollars in my paycheck. I want it to, I want my paycheck to last till next paycheck paycheck. So I'm going to do my shopping. And over a two week period, I perceived that I, I saved, let's say, $60. You could have bought something at a at a at a store someplace, but you bought it online at one of the major portals, and your your perceived savings based on you doing some comparison shopping, you saved sixty dollars. But on the professional side, those same purchases can be made, and the savings may not be sixty dollars, but here's what you get in return for giving up sixty dollars of savings. Well, the first thing that you get, you have the opportunity to have a business and to grow equity in a business. And what equity in the business means is that that business has value. After a $200 startup fee paid once over, you know, three month, six month period, that business could be worth $800 per month by you growing your business. And I'm talking about, you know, businesses like the Amway business. And I'm specifically talking about the Amway business. But if you look at, you know, traditional businesses like a, an auto repair shop, that auto repair shop probably does enough repairs that that auto repair shop owner could be earning $30,000 a month or seeing $30,000 a month in revenue. And uh, the, the expenses to generate $30,000 in revenue could be roughly $10,000. So that's what I mean by business equity. The business is generating $30,000 per month in revenue, but the expenses are $10,000 per month. So that means the equity is 30,000 minus 10,000. So that business owner has $20,000 a month in equity and annualized over a 12 month period, that equity is, is, is $240,000 almost a quarter of a million dollars. And that's what the, you know, the, the business owner has by owning an Amway business. You, you start small. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. But business owners that 
that convert from amateur shopping to professional shopping, they enjoy this thing called owner equity and profits. So the next thing that happens when you jump the fence from amateur shopping to professional shopping is that you get some tax reductions. And I know uh, a, a person that just started it with the winning team biz who specifically started the business for tax reductions. And uh, so that means, you know, when you have a, a company, an online business like the Amway business, you get the write off things because you're you're in the process of doing business. And I advise everyone to talk with their accountant or CPA to get tax and, and, and legal advice about write offs because I am not a tax professional, but I have been in business for the last 20 years and I have enjoyed some tax benefits from running my consulting firm. So when you're engaged in business, not only are you no longer an amateur shopper and now you are a professional shopper, now you get to enjoy the benefits of a business owner, which is you know writing off things that are uh, according to tax laws and having a home-based business, you can write off. And uh, just so you can't write off anything as an amateur shopper. Once you have saved, you know, 20 bucks, $60, or even $100 per month, all you're left with, what, <laughs> all you're left with is the benefit of enjoying uh, using those, those products or services, uh, enjoying the perceived $60 or $100 a month discount, and uh, receipts. So those are the three things that you, you get. You get the, the, the enjoyment of, of using that product or service. You get the perceived value in saving 60 or $100 per month. And you get all those receipts that you can't do anything with. You know, other than you just say, oh, wow, I shopped at, at so-and-so and I got this receipt. I'll hold on to this receipt just in case I need to return the item. So the last uh, benefit or advantage that you get by being a professional shopper and especially in the Amway business, you get this thing called residual income. Now, a lot of people are either very knowledgeable about residual income or sometimes they are put off by this phrase called residual income. And those who are put off by the phrase residual income, I want to help those people understand that. What residual income is, it's the process of earning money beyond your own time and effort. As an associate vice president in Los Angeles at a Fortune 500 company, I was working approximately 60 hours per week. So that's about 250 hours per month. And I had 60 account executives that were working about 50 hours per week. So that's about 3,000 hours per week or 13,000 hours per month based on how you know monthly hours are calculated so it's not an exact four times uh, 3,000 so if you look at what was happening my 250 hours per month from that I got 13,000 hours of labor from my management uh, you know, activity so if you look at the difference 13,000 minus 250 is about uh, 11,750 hours that I was getting back from my 250 hours of, of, of being a manager. Now, there's no way I've, I could have personally 
done the work of 60 account executives. It was just too much because they put in 13,000 hours in that month. So I just wanted to let people know how that works because it's not um, something that's easily done. And when you have a business, you, it, you also enjoy that benefit of, of putting in some time. And if you do it right, you can have more time given back to you in terms of hours and income than you put in. So I just wanted to make that part clear so that everybody understands what leveraging and residual income are all about. Now, the people that did the work, yeah, they were paid great and they loved the income they were earning. Some were earning, you know, 60 to $75,000 a year. Now I was making 105 and 100 and 110 uh, dollars a year. They were making 60 to 75 dollars a, a year. And and the thing is is that they were happy to make 60 to 75 thousand dollars per year and they had promotional opportunities where they can make more and I had promotional opportunities where I can make more in salary and bonuses so it was a win-win situation for both sides it was a win-win situation uh, for the account executives and we're talking 1998 money too now so I'm not talking about 2020 money I'm talking about 1990 to 1998 money when I mentioned hundred and five thousand dollars a year for myself and sixty to seventy five thousand dollars per year income for the accounting account executives so that was great money from 1995 to 1998 and so those people were working for me so some people may say I was earning money off of others and that answer is yes and that's the same way residual income works except there's a slight difference. There's something I need to add to this. When someone starts their Amway business, of course, they don't know what to do. They've paid their, you know, let's say $200, which is close to the startup fee. It's a little less than that, but I'm just using $200. They've, they've paid their $200 to get their IBO uh, distributorship and they don't know what to do. Okay, so it is winning team biz's responsibility to help them learn how to work the business. Now, what does the new IBO need to bring to the table? They need to bring the desire to want to succeed in the business because I can't provide that desire. I can provide the system based on what the distributor says they want out of the Amway business. So in essence, what I'm saying how I also get paid as a distributor, I'm putting my energy, my time and effort into helping that person begin and start their business and earn money. So my time that I'm putting in with webinars and, 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 um, and podcast episodes and making calls on behalf of the new distributor, there's a price to that. And the new distributor is not paying that cost. So looking at it, uh, another way is that I am charging the distributor, but the distributor is not paying. So I'm racking up expenses as a team leader that the new distributor does not have to pay. And how do I reap the rewards? I reap the rewards in the future. When that distributor is now earning $500 per month, you know, from growing their business in which I helped that distributor get to that point. I may get $50 out of that $500. So 
I'm making $50 from that distributor's $500. I mean, the distributor is going to get 500 bucks, but Amway is going to pay me $50 for helping that one person. So what is my goal? My goal is to help a lot of people make $500 per month. So I can make increments of $50 per month. So if I help 10 people earn $500 per month, that's five grand. What do I get out of it? $500 in income. And that's just an example math. If the numbers work out differently for my, for my sake, it, it might be lower, it might be a little higher. But I just, want, just wanted to give you an example of why residual income works like it is. So I just wanted to make do this podcast episode to help people understand that there is extreme power in converting from an amateur shopper who's just shopping for discounts uh, and receipts to a shopper who is shopping for profit, owner equity, and tax reductions and residual income. So I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast episode about why there's a big difference. You know, like I said, shopping for discounts versus shopping for owner equity, tax reductions, residual income, and business ownership. I want everyone to have a great day, have a great weekend. And if you have any questions for me, or if someone uh, on the winning team biz uh, gave, shared this podcast link with you, please feel free for you, the person that shared this link, and myself, so that we can have a, a short uh, webinar or, or three-way conference call. So please give me a call at 916-538-5600 if you have any questions. Make it a great day. My name is Rick Napier, team leader of Winning Team Biz. Bye-bye.